Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, my name is Bryce Watts, and this is the NF Ladies Podcast. This is a podcast where I talk exclusively to the women in the NFL to learn about how they navigate this life in the league. The players are always the ones in the spotlight, but I want to highlight the women who are the support systems behind the scenes. Let's do it. Episode 24 of the NF Ladies Podcast. I'm here with guest Shannon Johnson. Hello, Shannon. Hi, how are you? Amazing. Thank you for asking. So start off by telling us who you are, who your significant other is, what teams you guys are on and how or what team you are on and how long you've been in the league. Yes, I am Shannon Johnson. My husband is Jawan Johnson. He plays for the New Orleans Saints. This is year two for us in the league and year two for the Saints. And how are you liking it down there? I know we talked a little bit before, but how are you liking New Orleans? I am loving it. It's literally the best place for us. Um, We've been living in L.A. We either live in L.A. or New Orleans. And it's like the perfect middle ground for us. We have our small town life here and then our like city life in L.A. So it's really wonderful to get like the home porch, like southern little charm moment. So we love it. We're obsessed. You do get the best of both words. Yeah. And you're saying small town. When I went, it did not seem small. Maybe the people are just like their personalities <laughs> are so large. So it seems big. Also very true. It's a bustling town. Like we got everything going over here. But honestly, in comparison to L.A. where we're from, and we also live in downtown L.A., which is like big city life. Um, this small town neighborhoods of New Orleans to us feels super small. But obviously that's just compared to L.A., not everywhere else. <laughs> So how many parades have you guys been to? I know they constantly are having parades. There's constant parades, but it kind of sucks because he was a rookie last year, which was obviously the first like COVID year. So we, everything was canceled. Um, there was not any parades. There was no uh, Mardi Gras last year. So we're actually staying here this year until Mardi Gras is over just to experience it all. So we're excited to finally go to parade this year, but haven't been to one yet. That's awesome. I, I know that people a lot of times or the, the guys especially want to go back home or on vacation like as mm-hmm. soon as possible. Right. And some people, you know, like, OK, let's experience it outside of football. But I yeah. feel like people are just so excited to get back that they don't get to fully experience it without football. Yep. We're honestly really excited to be able to experience the town without football. Um, obviously, there's like restrictions and stuff when they're in season with like what they can do and things like that, especially with like COVID. Um, we weren't really allowed to do too much and just to be careful and stuff. So. Um, now that season's over, we're kind of excited just to be able to like explore the town a little bit and um, just do, there's so much to do here. There's literally so much to do, so much food. Oh my gosh. Um, so much. So we're just excited to experience that. Technically Mardi Gras has started, I guess, just, I'm not the best with everything about Mardi Gras, but it's started. So we're eating king cake. We're doing all that stuff. We just haven't really had the parades yet, but we're really excited to to see it all. I'm surprised how... I don't know why I'm surprised. I think everybody's surprised how like COVID is still 
such a persistent part of our society yeah. and just obviously football too. Oh yeah. So you can't do anything because you don't want to get sick. You don't want to get them sick. So yeah. it's like you can't really go out and do stuff because right. you don't want to be the weak link. Mm, exactly. I know because the rules obviously apply to the guys, you know, the guys can't go out, the guys can't do this stuff. And so like technically I could, but like, I'm not trying to bring home COVID and get him sick and ruin his, you know, week. So I'm just... I was staying in as much as possible, but it sucks because we're in such a fun town. It's like I want to enjoy it, you know, but now you get to experience it now without any uh, supposed repercussions. Nobody will be looking at your Instagram story like, right. oh, what was Shannon doing right. last weekend? <laughs> Literally, it's so true. <laughs> All right. So let's start at the beginning. Yeah. How did you guys meet? So we both went to Penn State. Um, he played football. I did gymnastics. Um, we actually met my senior year, his junior year, so very late in our college careers. Um, but yeah, we started dating then. Um, I had graduated and I moved back to California where I was a celebrity assistant and I was like very busy. So I was not able to go and visit him really at Penn State. But then he actually did a fifth year at Oregon, University of Oregon. Um, so it made it really easy. So we got to travel and see each other because he was like a one hour flight from me. So I would go and see him on the weekends. Um, yeah. And then, you know, he graduated and we got married. So that's kind of where, where it went. I like how you said it's easy, but I feel like if you're already (laughs) on the plane, it's just a couple more hours, you know, it's still the work, even though you're technically closer. It's still the work. It just didn't take as long to get to him. Like I did not have time. Spending six hours in the plane was just not something I had time for. Um, especially with my job, I only had like one day a week off. Um, but yeah, being able to just fly one hour, go see him, come back. I would go every weekend, honestly, when he moved to Oregon. I flew out for every single game, which was wild. Now I'm like, ugh, ah, you go to a away game. I'll see you when you get back. But now, back then I was like, I mean, that was the only time I got to see him. So might as well, you know. Well, they fly back immediately. They just go straight to the plane. So it's like you don't even get to see them. So really, you don't get to do anything except for hanging out with the ladies, exactly. you know, in the stands. So. And I can do that at home in my couch. So I don't know. <laughs> I have a hard time, like, finding reasons to go to away games. I went to two this past year. And it was fun. Like, I went to New York, which was amazing. Like, I went to New York because I wanted to go to New York more than anything. Um, But, gosh, you don't get to see them at all. Especially, like, last year, we couldn't even visit them at the hotel or anything. So, it's like, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe next year. (laughs) I know. I'm, like, down in the lobby when I'm trying to see them. Like, they know I'm your girlfriend, right? Like, I'm not just coming in, like, talking to the players and stuff. I want them to know that I'm there for a reason. Right. Just a random girl. In the lobby. Which probably does happen. So I'm just like, I'm not, I promise I'm with him. (laughs) I know what I'm saying. So you said that you were working as an assistant Mm -hmm. for, uh, who is it in LA? Just an agent in LA? Um, It was a celebrity assistant. I'm not allowed to say who. Um, Gotcha. But yes, I used to be a celebrity assistant. Honestly, it was so hectic. And that's why I like really couldn't go visit him in Pennsylvania. But him moving back to uh, Oregon was so convenient for our relationship (laughs) and then he actually moved to LA after uh, college so that's why we've been living in LA ever since except for when we're here that's awesome yeah well I I don't think people know like even though you said you work six days a week I'm sure you Mm -hmm. were still on call for seven days you're still yes you don't have hours you have to be on call every second of the day like being in that sphere of being in LA is very stressful and hectic and I don't think people know that because they just see on the screen like everything that's polished and you're like yep behind the scenes I am like struggling to breathe oh my gosh yeah honestly that job is what like 
prepared me for what I do now. Like people don't really understand like what goes behind the scenes of social media and all that stuff. And it's like, if I didn't do that, I would not know how to handle this life. But so beneficial, honestly, looking back. So I want to go into that a little bit more. But before we go into that, I do want to ask you, I love a good proposal. How did he propose? Oh my gosh. So funny. Everything about our story is just hilarious. Um, Gosh, it was nothing crazy. It was in his apartment. Um, I was living in Upland and he was living in Anaheim, which is like 30 minutes apart. Um, And we were supposed to go to dinner. And I was like, let's just eat dinner in Upland because he came to pick me up. And he's like, no, 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 let's go to Anaheim. I'm like, I'm starving. I want to like eat now. And he was like, I need to take a shower first. So (laughs) we went to Anaheim opened the door. He had like a really cute setup. It was around Valentine's Day. It was like January. Gosh, when did he propose? January 27th? Oh my gosh, don't hate me. I think it was January 27th. <laughs> I should know this stuff, right? Um, but yeah, he just had a cute little setup in the in the house just for the two of us. It was super sweet. And yeah, we actually got married two weeks later. <laughs> um, so crazy story, but yeah, that's how it went down. <laughs> Nice and simple. Don't mm-hmm. have to do all the stress of planning. Are you guys no. planning on doing a ceremony or something like that? Or you're just like, I'm good being married. So honestly, we were planning on having a big wedding the next year. Um, we were planning to have it in the Hamptons and just like have it a big backyard wedding. Um, but everything was still closed in the Hamptons the next year. And that was two years later. And we're like, gosh, like now we're about to be married for two years. So I think we're going to wait till we hit the five-year mark before we have like a renewal situation just because – we've really begun life together at this point and we're kind of hectic these days. Um, but yeah, we literally just quickly, we got married two weeks later before COVID. So we just decided to elope before eloping became, you know, the way it is now. Um, (laughs) we went to Vegas and we got married at a 15 minute appointment in Vegas courthouse. So (laughs) that was our wedding day. It was so fun though. Like we love it. That's like the best, like we're such like, it wasn't a spontaneous decision at all. We had been ma- dating for three years before that, but we just like, that's just us to do it like that. So we loved it. But like when you think of it, it I guess it could be so simple like that, but mm-hmm. we overcomplicate it by putting all yeah. this other stuff and like totally. flower colors and napkins and utensils. But you're yeah, like, just go, you know, make an appointment and you could be married right now. Literally. We were broke at the time too. Like this was before he made it to the league. This was before the draft. This was everything. So we were like, we want to be married more than anything, but we got no money. So we got married for $195, you know? So. <laughs> oh, really? Oh yeah. That's how much it was for everything. So. That's less than like a nice anniversary steak dinner. I right. Didn't realize. I know. Now I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, how funny. But it's such a story too. It's so great. We love it. <laughs> well, and being able to do, you guys decided at the five year mark. I think that's great doing the yeah. renewals and having your big party then. Yeah. And like you said, you're not, you're not having a $190 to your name anymore. You right. guys, you know, have a little bit more to put into Absolutely. it. So it's awesome. Absolutely. We're so excited. One day. <laughs> So you were talking about going through the draft process mm-hmm. and everything like that. I know that you guys came into the league as undrafted free agents, mm-hmm. did the whole practice squad thing, got called up, made, like made four touchdowns this last year. Mm-hmm. And as a significant other of somebody who has also been up and down on practice squad, I know how difficult it is behind the scenes. You yeah. know, like nobody is watching until you're on the active roster and they'll say, where did he come from? Yeah. Like, oh, he, he's been here the whole time. Yeah. You just don't see all the work that goes on behind the scenes. How was that whole process getting through that? 
It was actually really crazy because we started doing social media um, in like maybe September-ish of 2020. Um, okay. And we kind of just started to catch on to what worked for us, which was like just talking about our lives, like being goofy, NFL couple type of vibes. And it, it was rough because he was on the practice squad at the time. And so being like NFL wife, but he's on the practice squad, we got so much hate. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Just because, like, everyone's like, yeah. NFL wife, like, he's on the practice squad type of stuff. So kind of wish that we would – I mean, we put our lives out there, obviously. But we got a lot of hate just because more than the average, I would say, practice squad player just because we're, like, throwing this, like, vibe out there saying NFL couples um, – you know, day in the life, all this stuff. And then it's like, you're on practice squad. And it was just like hard. It was hard because he obviously didn't want to be on practice squad either. Like it was hard. It was um, his first year in the league. He was trying to prove himself. Um, and we were just like rolling with it, like having a good time. And then we started to blow up and people were hating. Um, but it made for a really cool uh, story and lots of great content. When he did make it, like he started off doing um, – a few like you know being brought up to active roster a few times playing and he did well so like those moments were really cool to be able to like share and like just have for memories honestly um but yeah then this year just being obviously on the team or he got he got activated like um about halfway through the year last year so that relieved a lot of stress because that stress of being like am I going to be active this week am I not was like oh hate that literally hate that um but then he got activated which was nice and this year he was so this year was way, way less stressful than last year. That's for sure. <laughs> well, that's interesting. That I mean, because that's a part that people don't know about. They yeah. want to celebrate with you, but they don't want to be there with you mm. when you're going through these certain things. You know, mm-hmm. people giving you hate because of that. And now that he was pulled up, scored touchdowns, they're like, oh, my gosh, that's so awesome. I love the story. Right. But you love the story after all the accomplishments and like when you didn't have to come with us through this. Right. So it's just interesting. like you can tell who's Mm -hmm. there to -hmm. be there for you and who's really there to see like the hype. And like you said, if you you, like say, oh, NFL wife, NFL couple, they go, "Mm, you're just on practice squad. You're like, if you knew (laughs) what it takes to get here and the politics and everything that goes with it, you wouldn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm not sitting here criticizing your job performance. Like, why are you coming at me? Exactly. Oh, I feel you so hard on that. It's wild. People just think that they can say whatever they want, but whatever especially behind a screen and when Mm -hmm. you seem like because you're tiktoks Mm -hmm. you're not sitting there like oh that's so mean you're sitting here making fun of them for trying to get at you like that and that's making people like like act a certain way because you're confident in your relationship and who you guys are outside Mm -hmm. of football and all that stuff and people just sometimes don't want to see other people thriving and i don't know why you know i don't know i mean i feel like honestly bad for the people. I mean, if you, if you have the time and the energy to, you know, go and hate on someone on the internet who's living a great life and loving it, like, that's why I make the videos where I laugh at it. Cause I used to let it get to me. I used to have meltdowns about it all the time. I used to be really upset. I used to not reply to anything. And then I hit a point where I was like, why am I letting these people bother me when I'm living a great life? Like I love my life. I love my husband. I love our relationship, everything. Like might as well laugh at it and make money off of your hate comment so <laughs> you know and that's a, a video I wanted to bring up too you said oh these goofy people on here making fun of me for quote not having a job 
don't know right. that I'm making enough money off right. of this right. to actually live. And I don't think yeah. people realize because Instagram, you know, you come along, you'll see ads and you're like, OK, people can make money off Instagram. Mm -hmm. But they don't realize how lucrative TikTok can be if yeah. you're actually going into it with a plan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We I mean, I used to be a teacher and I quit my teaching job because I made more money on TikTok, you know, so it's like. I mean, as much as people want to hate about it, this is what works for us. We're loving it. It benefits us so much. And I mean, why not do what you love and make money doing it, you know? So we're enjoying it so much. And people, I must must not get it. I mean, I don't understand how you don't. I mean, you get paid per view and you can do like sponsorships and stuff. Like it's the best of both worlds. So I don't know, but we love it and we roll with it. We We run with the hate and it benefits us. So. I'm not mad. <laughs> That's good that you've turned it around to you're like, okay, you just gave me more content to post. Thank Literally. you for your rude comment. <laughs> my favorite is when people have so much like they have arguments in my comment section, especially on Instagram these days, people are having like major arguments in my comment section. And it like one of my videos, I was kind of it, it hit like 10 million views or something on Instagram, which is a lot for Instagram for me because I have a lot more followers yeah. on TikTok than Instagram. Um, but I was like, it was honestly because people were arguing on my page. And I'm like, here, listen, I'm here for it. Like, please argue on my page, you know, whatever. <laughs> so that's always funny. weird, too, when you're looking at other people having conversations, It's like somebody coming mm -hmm. into your house and talking about something else in your house. You're like, hello. Right. Like, I'm here. <laughs> but they forget that. I think they forget we're human when we post up on the Internet, honestly. So that's true, too. Yeah, yeah. I think people do forget. But then also some people are like, I love seeing the other side of football. I love seeing that you have a real relationship. and. It's really cool because I have a TikTok. Yeah, don't cool. have any followers at all, but I would post stuff about Chad's football just because I'm so proud of him and I'm excited yeah. and our roommate was hilarious too. <laughs> but people only wanted to see football. And what you guys have been able to do is make people interested in you outside of football and your guys' relationship and you as a couple, yeah. which I'm sure was extremely difficult to do, make people mm -hmm. care about you when people only want to see the superstars, really. So how, exactly. how did you guys do that? Did you just find something that worked and people were like, oh my gosh, they have a really cute relationship? I appreciate that you say our relationship is cute because I feel like a lot of people hate our relationship and that's because we, <laughs> we literally throw this out there. Like we make, we're very goofy and we make things very not serious on the internet so like a lot of times people who take us seriously would think he actually is a horrible husband or we actually are getting into these crazy fights and it's just like we're obviously goofing off with the hate like honestly everything we do it's like the stereotypical what they would think our relationship would be like we just joke about it so like we're having a good mm -hmm. time with that type of stuff but honestly I think that's what like lured people in is just like them like seeing the um stereotypical things and just us playing with it like we're just being so goofy about everything um to the point now that we do have like a lot of followers who love us and we love them and we like to like share our lives so now that they're like into our story and into our lives like we just want to share you know get to share everything um, we're very open we're an open book honestly probably too much um but yeah just because we do have such great supporters we um we get to share more I think which is nice we have a little bit more um ability to go off than our regular like niche I would say now which is nice because we can like post our taco night and it's gonna you know people want to see what we're doing these days so that's nice and that's not just something because I I am on TikTok I'm a consumer of all things TikTok <laughs> also but I also worked for a company and we would hook up brands with TikTok creators yeah. and I don't think people know 
Because you got to stay in your lane. You can't yeah. be doing a bunch of stuff because it'll be hard. Yeah. So you saying like, we can just be cool or do whatever we want mm -hmm. and people will find it entertaining. Like that is impressive in itself, creating yeah. just like a whole circle where like you guys are essentially the performers. You guys in your mm -hmm. relationship, people are interested. They want to know about you guys. They want to know how they get that boyfriend or that girlfriend <laughs> or what they should Literally. do in their relationship like. Yes. outside of that so do people come to you for relationship advice oh my gosh yes I get which I love I love relationship advice <laughs> so many people hit me up and I love it like I try and help as many as possible um I think there's a lot of stuff about relationships that people don't talk about you know and like we do like we went through when we first started dating he was not the man he is now you know and I like to talk about that and like whatever like we just we share our whole story but definitely people also hit me up to like Ooh, like set me up with one of his friends or give me a teammate. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you don't even know me. Don't ask me for that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do that too. Like, does he have any single friends? I'm like, yeah, do how am I supposed to? <laughs> right. Hey, I found this girl on Instagram. Right. This one girl her? hit me up and I think you guys would be great together. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know her, but I think you should. Like, no. I actually saw a picture with you, you photoshopped your head or on uh, a football oh. that your husband was holding Let me and see. I did the same thing in college oh, I don't know if you can tell the rainbow <laughs> my gosh yes. I was like oh my gosh we're the same person <laughs> I'm like dead. I am the insane you one. did that too <laughs> oh my gosh yes I 2016 I did that and I put it on Twitter and Chad was like oh my gosh I'm the one who does things and shows him after the fact because if I showed him before he'd be like don't do that why are you sharing that right listen it's fine, it's fine. that's so funny I used to do weird stuff like that because like the one thing I try not to do is like the basic everything that everyone does on game day like oh, happy game day and like a picture of like the guy throwing a football you know what I mean like so I just try to be different and like happy game day <laughs> you know what I mean just because like Everyone does the same stuff all the time. So I'm just being goofy out here. <laughs> yeah, doing something silly. Bring your own personality into the yeah. league. And I mean, so how did you navigate the league this season? Were you able to hang out with women? I know there's like some restrictions, but were you at yeah. least able to do some of that stuff if they had events for the wives and girlfriends? Yeah, honestly, this year was so much better than last year when it comes to that. We were actually able to get together a little bit more, which was nice. Um, there was a phase where our team like was hit hard with COVID. So obviously there's a little bit of time where we couldn't really see each other, but for the most part, like all the girls went to the games, which was nice because last year that wasn't really a thing. Um, we all got together more. We all got to, like, there was people who I had been like communicating with, um, we get, we get together on like Bible study zooms. So I was like getting on the Bible study zooms with these girls and I'd like, been seeing their faces like for years at this point and I'm like oh my gosh I get to see you in person now it's like oh so nice to finally actually meet in person so that was really fun that was a big deal for me because I'm a social girl like I don't do well by myself ever so <laughs> it was a big deal <laughs> yeah me neither I, I I thrive on uh social connections oh yeah me too it's been rough I, I know my first, I look at my photos, my first year in the league, I would just like go to the games with a jersey, cute, maybe like denim shorts. And now I'm like, I'm going all in, like I'm having Hanson all over my body. Like I am going to go all out with these outfits. Like I'm going out afterwards. Oh, heck yeah. So, and I see that your outfits, you're going for it too. So I'm like, I need to take some notes. I need to take some notes on my next year game day. Oh outfits. man. I just want to go so hard. Like I feel like Honestly, this year I didn't wear a ton of him. I think last year I wore a lot of stuff with his name on it, you know, uh, which I should do better about next year. 
but I was just wearing like clothes about like I'm about to go out in an hour you know which is like I mean it was nice because then when we like went out to dinner or anything afterwards I was like ready to go but I just like dressing up for it I like dressing up in general I'm a girly girl and so it's nice to be able to just get cute for the games I'm I'm all about that. I'm here for that. <laughs> Me too. I used to love doing that. Just going all out. I don't believe in dress codes. I just, I'm like, nobody's ever going to tell you to dress like you're dressed too nice, right? I also want to be dressed too nice. That's the point. <laughs> it's better than being underdressed. I'm oh, just saying. Yes. Seriously. I feel you on that so hard. <laughs> so you said that you were a gymnast in college mm -hmm. and I, my cousin was a gymnast. She would move all around to different states. She was homeschooled until she went to college. And I know how intense just the days are your whole life is revolving around gymnastics. So I wanted to ask you how your experience with gymnastics was and even going into the collegiate level. Yeah. So I started gymnastics when I was three and I did it for 20 years. So I did it all the way through college. Um, I was homeschooled as well. Um, I was an international elite um, for most of my gymnastics career. So I would always have to go to the Olympic Training Center in Texas when it was in Texas before all the crazy stuff happened. Um, so I would go to Texas once a week or once a month for a week. So I had to be homeschooled because none of these schools would let me like take a week off every month. Um, so I was homeschooled so I could go there. Um, by the time I was in high school, I was like, it was about a year before the Olympics. And I was like, you know, I'm over this. And so... I stopped, meaning I decided just to stick with college. So um, I stopped the elite gymnastics and I just was like, I'm going to take it a step down. I'm ready for a break. Because in, in gymnastics, college gymnastics is, is significantly easier than elite gymnastics. So I was like, my body's done. Like, I need a break. I'm just going to stick with college. So yeah, a year before the Olympics, I decided to just go to high school and do stuff to prepare for college gymnastics so um I committed to University of Georgia my freshman year of college um honestly just because at the time they were number one no other reason than that and then actually decided to go to Penn State last minute I'm like you know what I might as well get a great education out of it you know so actually put some thought into like where I'm going um so yeah. senior year I switched to Penn State and I ended up going to Penn State, and that's where I met Juan. So I did gymnastics at Penn State um, for three of the four years. I had to medically retire my fourth year. I was on my fourth ankle surgery, second reconstruction. So my body was done at that point, but it was great. I loved it. I loved it a lot. It's weird. It's weird not to be a gymnast anymore. That's the weird thing because it's I'm 25. You know, I did it for 20 years. So I know that's a big thing with athletes and I say that mm -hmm. as an ex-collegiate athlete as well walking away from your sport or just your sport ending and you you know you're doing it for your whole life like oh well, Bryce the soccer player like Channon the gymnast it's like okay no I'm just Bryce I'm just Channon right what like what happens now where do I go from here what do I want to do with all of this free time Literally. that I now have I know it took me a while to like find my identity again honestly um just because that was literally all I did like I was even homeschooled like, I didn't have friends outside of gymnastics, so, like, honestly, going to college was a big deal for me because it kind of had me branch out into the real world a little bit. Um, obviously, that's where I met my husband, so that was wonderful. Um, but, yeah, I honestly, like, I think the in-between years, like, after college and before, like, you find out what you want to do and what you feel like you are, like, those are tough. But 
figured it out. God bless. So it took a while, but I made it. <laughs> Continuing to figure it out. I mean, I would say that prepared you for your guys' lifestyle right now. It being Absolutely. all over the place, having to like roll with mm-hmm. the punches, go wherever you need to go, but also mm-hmm. enjoying the place that you're in, which is what you guys are doing right now, which is mm-hmm. so important. I think something that we might try to like zoom by so fast just because you want to be at yeah. home, you want to be comfortable, but not enjoying every step of the process because it's not going to or last forever. Exactly. I know. It's a very interesting process because it's like you don't know when it's going to end ever. So it's just like taking advantage of the time you have and enjoying it. Enjoying it while you can. I honestly, it's good that I'm able to be able to handle this type of lifestyle. I feel like it's very hard to not have stability and you're never going to have that in the NFL. I feel like you're always on the move. You're always going to be doing something. You never know anything. And it's just like you got to be okay with it. You got to be okay with never knowing, you know, and it's hard, but it's what I signed up for <laughs> when I married them, you know, so. And having the hard conversations too, you're saying being okay with it, but also mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you have to like put up with every single aspect of it. Just like understanding where your guys's limits are, what mm-hmm. you want to do, how you both want to navigate this lifestyle together. Yeah. Cause it's different for everybody. Very different. And it's very hard. I feel like every couple has to like figure it out together and like do what's best for them. Cause like everyone's different and like I can't be on the wave of people who travel every week you know some I gotta have my like home time I gotta be with him like we we gotta be together more often than I would say most people we just like to be together you know so like there's some couples who can like separate in the off season we just we can't do that we like being together so you know everyone's different <laughs> I know I'm I'm the person who I I would want to be around him too oh, yeah. I mean I've been apart from him for certain seasons and I was like I want to be with you. However, we have to figure mm-hmm. this out. We're going to make it work because yeah. I like it's been too long yeah. that, that we're away from each other. Exactly. And that's another aspect of the sacrifices we make that I feel like people don't get. You know, I feel like one of my biggest like hate comments that I get is like, what do you do? And it's like, well, oh, she needs to get a job, blah, blah, blah. Which I mean, I do have one, but you just don't get it. <laughs> but um, man, you know, it's really hard to get like a traditional job when you, have this lifestyle like if I was still a teacher that would be real like I would not be able to be with him as much as I am so it's just like I can't imagine him moving to LA to get his training in while I'm here like teaching you know that's just like it's you have to sacrifice you know your life too so there's a lot that goes into it that's the thing too you saying you have a job and most of them that I'm talking to on this podcast they do have their own jobs like nine to five jobs but also on top of that they're movers they're doing all the stuff they have kids they're the caregivers Mm -hmm. so they're doing everything that they're doing like four different jobs in one because you know your guy is exhausted at the end of the day he needs to focus he needs to do all this stuff and Mm -hmm. obviously I'm not saying like oh they should help out more it's just you need that you know every couple needs to come to an understanding like what what do you expect when he gets home. What do you expect to do? Like when he's not there, it's yeah. just, it, yeah, there's no handbook that tells you no. exactly how to navigate it. No, not at all. And everyone is different. So it makes it really tough. I, I hate moving. Like I remember when we first moved here, it was all mm. on me. Cause he was in camp. It was like, Oh my gosh, building the furniture, buying the furniture, building it like, Oh, mm. you couldn't pay me to do that again, but you never know, you know, it might happen. So hmm, scary. <laughs> I know, just being prepared for anything. I feel like I I had things in like pre-packaged boxes before we got this place. And I was like, I'm ready to go. The boxes are collapsible. Like, let's go. I'm ready. Let's do it. I saw, so I I was basically binging all of your TikTok videos. (laughs) So I saw your video. You saying Juwan makes a compilation of videos of his favorite moments of you. 
at the end of every year. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at them like, I need to show Chad (laughs) this cute stuff that like he should be doing because, you know, not all guys have to do that. But I'm like, I want cute stuff like that. So I'm going to have to show him this. So when, when did he start doing this? This is really cute. So he's actually been doing that since we first met, he, he used to do it on my birthdays ever since, um, we first started dating. He would always do it on my birthday, but then we got married and he started making it a Christmas thing. So now it's like every Christmas he makes like an end of the year, like little video. He's so sweet. It's funny. I love it. He always does that. And it's always so cute. So I'm thankful. I'm, I'm glad he's very sentimental in that way. Um, so he's really sweet like that. He doesn't throw anything away. Does he keep everything? He keeps everything. He, like, all, like, the little, like, cards and stuff. And when we used to be long distance, we used to, like, write each other. So, like, he has all that stuff, which is cute. Um, But, yeah, he's sentimental. You can't tell. It's always funny because you always can't tell from the outside about these guys. But he's very sentimental. It's funny. And then we always play him off to be this, like, horrible guy on the internet, which is so funny. (laughs) But that's why we, like, laugh about it. We're like, oh, we're going to pretend that you're, like, mad at me today. And then it's like, he's the one like writing me a love letter. You know what I mean? So (laughs) he's funny. You guys actually write each other letters, like pen to paper. You guys write each other letters. We, I mean, sometimes, but we used to do it a lot more when we were long distance. That's very cute. Like very old timey romance. I feel like that makes it even cuter. Right. No, I know. It's cute. I love it. He's so sweet like that. He grew up in like a very like old fashioned, I'd say home. So he's cute. He's real fun like that. How did you guys spend the holiday season this year and New Year's? You guys were able to be together over there in New Orleans. What was that like? Um, So we actually, he got COVID um, Christmas week. So not going to lie, it was kind of amazing only because (laughs) we actually got to spend time together. Um, That was the first time since May that we had like actual quality time together. So... It sucked because he didn't get to play and he was like super upset about all that. But that whole week, I mean, we watched Christmas movies and hung out and it was kind of nice. So he was horribly sick, though. I felt very bad for him. But quality time, you know, hit or miss. It was really going around this year. I, I mean, especially during the holiday season, everybody mm-hmm. was staying indoors because it was cold. Everybody's around each other for the holidays. So honestly, it was to be expected at this point. We got to spend time together, which was so wonderful. Um... That was before the new COVID rules came through, too. Literally the next week, the NFL came out with the new COVID rule where, like, if you get COVID, you basically have to go back to work in five days or, like, something like that. And I'm like, dang, because if it was five days, he would have been able to play. Um, But he had to wait eight days when he had it. So if the new rule was in, he would have been able to play and we would have had a week off. Bummer. But it was nice. We had a good holiday season. It was okay. Um, My parents were supposed to come in. His mom was supposed to come in. But maybe next year. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing that's kind of rough about it, too. You're away from your family. And if they want to come visit during the holiday season, but you don't really know what to tell them. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially during the last two years, everybody's getting sick and new regulations are coming up. So it's like, is it do you want to have that uncertainty or just like do it long distance at that point? So that's rough. Is this your first uh, Christmas and New Year's in New Orleans together? No, we did it last year, um, but this was our first one, just the two of us. Um, last year, my parents had came in, um, and since no one can come in this year, we had our first, like, yeah. just the two of us Christmas, which was kind of nice, honestly. We really enjoyed it. Um, obviously, making the best of a bad situation, but it was nice. We really, we really had a good time, um, and we were able to 
just enjoy each other's company. <laughs> How are you guys starting 2022 besides New Orleans? Are you guys going anywhere fun, just relieving the stress of the hectic season? Yeah, so we actually just got back from Philly. We visited his mom to make it up to her. <laughs> um, visited his mom this past weekend. Um, our anniversary is coming up. So we are going to go to Colorado. We've been we've been so hectic. Like I just feel like everything, like we've been loving life, but it's just been crazy. So we're ready just to chill. So for our anniversary, we're going to Colorado, getting a house and just chilling, you know, enjoying each other's company there. Um, we're going to PAO um, this year, um, which is like that Bible study that I was telling you that um, the girls get on. Mm. Um, it's basically all of the NFL. Um, anyone who like joins in on those Bible studies goes and meets at PAO, which is like a conference at the end of the year. And so us and like hundreds of other NFL couples are, or people, I think there's like five, maybe 800 people that are going, NFL people that are going to this conference, um, in Key Biscay. So it's really exciting. We can't wait. We're going to be at like a really nice resort, got a conference in, got some quality time. It's going to be nice. So we're excited about that too. Um, and then we're headed off to Cali. So yeah. I've heard about that conference. I think I talked to another person on here. I think she mentioned that she had gone. Yeah. I would love to go to something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's said- really nice. So it's called The Increase, um, which is like the Bible study that everyone gets on. Um, it's yeah. basically NFL, M- NBA, and MLB. I think it's all three. Um, everyone shares in on the same Bible study, and we all just get on Zooms. But then at the end of the year, everyone goes to like a couples conference where the guy gets to actually come. and. Um, yeah, it's like five days, um, really nice resort. There's like some guest speakers. And honestly, there's just a lot of time to like go to the spa and chill and meet other people that you probably wouldn't get to meet unless you're on the scene with them. So we're excited. We got, we got a lot of friends going, so it's going to be fun. But that's the thing too, being able to meet other couples mm-hmm. and meeting other women in the league, especially when you're moving to a new team. It's like, okay, well, who do I know on this team? Like I'll try and hook up my friends who I'm like, oh, you're going here. Okay. I know this person here, like hit them up. They're really cool. Yeah. Trying to do that because it can be, I mean, you said you, you hate moving. It's like you're having to move and find new friends and find time that you can like hang out with your significant other. And if you have an animal too, or a pet, then there's another thing on top of that. So much. No, I heard, I I hear a lot of um, girls talking about how like, oh, like I moved to this team, but I know that girl from PAO. So like we're going to hang out, blah, blah, blah. So it's nice to have like connections like that too. Cause like, I can't even imagine going somewhere not knowing anyone, which I mean, I did that two years ago. I don't know what I'm talking about, but doing it again, I guess. I'm like, that's a lot of energy. Like, hi, you want to grab breakfast one day? Like, <laughs> oh, it's so awkward. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, sliding into girls DMs. I just did that. Cause we, the end of last year, we got picked up by the Falcons. So I went to Georgia and I was, I was DMing ladies. I was like, Hey, like you want to get lunch? Want to get coffee? So I'm sliding into these ladies DMs. So I mean, like I'm shameless now because yeah. that's what you got to do. If they don't respond, is- they don't respond. But if they do, you got a new friend. Exactly. And honestly, all of my friends are from that. Like there's no other way in the NFL to meet someone, especially like with everything, like not really being able to like go out and about these past couple of years. It's like, you got to hit them up or you're not meeting them, you know? So well, I'm more of like an outgoing personality, so I feel like not everybody's like that. So I'm like, I'll reach out to them. If they wouldn't do it, like I'll reach out. If they want to hang out, they'll hang out. I'll be the yeah. person to yeah. reach out first. Right. I'll do that. The awkward thing is like a lot of people hit me up and they're like, hey, like, um, 
usually from like seeing me on TikTok or something first. And I'm like, please don't, please don't judge me based off of my TikToks. <laughs> I'm so weird on TikTok. I'm so goofy on there. I'm like, oh my gosh. But people hit me up because they're like, oh, like so-and-so is coming from whatever team or like my friend's boyfriend just got picked up from the draft. Like you should hit him up or whatever, you know? So it's like, it's nice because that's a good way to connect with people too through social media and like what what we do. But yeah, it's always like that nowadays, it seems like. <laughs> well, and I would say, especially, you know, everybody judges somebody on their Instagram, the first looks, what they think about yeah. that person. But you guys, like you just said, also being on TikTok and having such mm-hmm. a following, people really looking at that and potentially judging who you actually are and taking it literally. Yeah, and then yeah. they meet you. You're like, they're like, you guys are completely different than this facade you're putting on in TikTok, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, sometimes I guess I think that that's what people think. It is if if the people um, only see us on their For You page or um, don't, like, religiously watch us, I'd say. I feel like our genuine followers know we're kidding, but it's the ones who are like, this girl pops up on my page often, and I don't know anything about her. Well, then, no, I get it. Go ahead, judge, but... You know. Yeah, they'll see your most popular videos, yeah. like the really crazy ones or like the NFL, the wife routine, I know is a big series that you do. So they're yeah. lo- looking at that like, is this really what it's like? Is this, right. is this what he makes you do? Right, exactly. But really, he's like writing you love letters behind the scenes. Exactly. But, you know, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. make for an entertaining TikTok. It's not good enough. <laughs> it's not good enough. You got to be crazy. <laughs> so you said that you worked for a celebrity as a celebrity assistant. So that's how you know what to do and how to navigate the social media space. So yeah. did you look at TikTok? You're like, wow, this is a really new app in the U.S. It's getting big in the U.S. now. And, you know, I think I could do something with this. I could play something with it in its infancy here. It's actually really funny how we got on TikTok. Um Jawan is with Vayner Sports, um, which is like his agency. And they had gotten on a group call um, with all the guys in the agency back in the summer of 2020. And they were like, you know, we really feel like TikTok's the next big thing. You guys should probably get on it. And after the call, I was like, mm, we'll see. I don't know if I want to get on it. <laughs> and because at the time, like I had just like I was a teacher and all my students were on TikTok. And I thought that it was, like, just a bunch of kids, like, dancing. You know, I didn't really think it – like, I didn't really know what to expect from TikTok. And then um, we posted here – like, we posted, like, once in July, like, once in August. You know, like, nothing really. Mm -hmm. And then in September, we, like, really just was like, you know, might as well post something. Something went viral. And then from there, we just was like, you know, might as well take this seriously. But it was literally because of Juwan's agency was like, might as well get on TikTok – and we were like super lenient, but now um, our management is through, you know, them at Boehner now and they help us with our social media and, you know, it's turned into a business for us. So it's really crazy how like it all was full circle like that. But yeah, thanks to them, honestly. The, the agency side, and I know because we've been to certain retreats with Chad's agency as well, my boyfriend's agency, mm-hmm. and they've, you know, really expressed creating your brand outside of uh, the NFL. Yeah. But I know that's hard for some guys. You don't, like you said, you really put yourself out there. Not all guys, the guys want to put themselves out there. Mm-hmm. They feel like it's not the right time. If you're on Peace Squad, if you're a free agent, you know, like they don't want to share that. And, you know, you don't want to share either if they're uncomfortable, if you're uncomfortable. So it's like, you kind of have to wait for the perfect time, but you guys did it where you didn't wait for the perfect time. And you're like, you're going to like us anyway, because we're funny and cute and charming. Yeah. So we're going to do this. That's really cool that his agency suggested that. In the I first know. Place. I know. They're good. I mean, I wouldn't have thought that TikTok was going to end up how it did. I would say TikTok started going crazy like 
in like fall 2020 and they told us in like summer 2020, yeah. you know, and that was kind of like, they're, they're just really good at predicting, I guess. <laughs> that was wild, honestly, but I'm glad we took their advice. Well, it's getting in on it early that you guys did. Yeah. And now you guys are like a staple of TikTok. I I actually asked uh, Chad's sister. She's on TikTok. And I was like, do you know June Chan on TikTok? She's like, oh, yeah, I, I've seen some of their videos. They're funny. And I was like, OK, so like you got you guys are in in the TikTok um, algorithm now. Yeah, it seems it's funny because TikTok is like very widespread, too. I feel like, to be honest, like yeah. Juwan gets recognized more from TikTok than from like football. Like, people will be like, oh, my gosh, like, I know you from TikTok. They won't be like, I know you from football. So TikTok is definitely also helps with just the brand building. Um, You know, he'll get a a nice deal with a football company because he, you know, throws stuff out there on on TikTok. And it, it just makes things better for him all around, too. So super crazy for sure. It's very cool being able to look outside of that too, being able to, you know, because the season, you're only making money during the season. Ugh. And then the rest of the year, Literally. yeah. And people, some people don't know that. You're like, yeah. you don't make anything. So you're waiting for a season. And then even during camp, you're not really making anything during camp and OT mm-hmm. isn't the whole thing. So it's like, what do you want to do outside of that too? Because, yeah. you know, if you want to continue to make money all year long, which most people I would say do want to make money Literally. all year long. So Literally. you got to figure something out. Yeah, I honestly tell everyone to, I feel like everyone's life, like, if you're a couple in the NFL, your life's going to be interesting, period. Whether or not you think you got a boring life or not, you don't, you know? And so I'm always like, guys, get on TikTok. Just post your life. Like, please. But no one ever listens to me. I have a few friends who have listened, and it's, <laughs> it's gone well for them. But honestly, you know, people just don't like to share their life, and that's totally understandable. We just, we share too much, so... You know, we got to find that happy medium, I guess. But yeah, I mean, it's a great source of income. Like, might as well have a nice little side hustle, you know? That is. That's not even a side hustle at this no, point. Because if you're releasing, yeah. you got to do it multiple times a day. I know because I work for that company. They're doing it constantly. You constantly have to come up with new ideas. Like, it's maybe, you know, it's a short video, but you got to keep you posting. You got to be really, you got to be on top of it to really make money with it. And that's something that I feel like mm-hmm. you, you have to work hard to make money in anything. Like, people will yeah. look at Instagram influencers and, yeah, you can laugh at them, but it's like they're trying really they're hard money. getting these clothes. Yeah, making money, editing mm-hmm. the photos, doing this, doing that. It takes a lot of time. It does, especially when it comes to like branded content. Um, just because you got you got to submit it, you got to sign papers and get on Zooms to figure out what they want from you and then like submit stuff and get it approved or not approved and then redo it. And it's like there's a lot of work that goes into it that, you know, people just don't see, but it's so worth it. You know, it's for me, it's fun. So I enjoy it, but maybe everyone else doesn't. <laughs> yeah. If, I mean, if you're having fun with it too, yeah. but, I mean, obviously that's what's supposed to be. Like I like mm-hmm. posting stupid videos, making fun of myself or just like messing <laughs> with Chad too. So I'm like, yeah. you know, I'll put this on TikTok. Yeah. I'm not trying to make any money. I don't think I'm going to make any money, but I'll laugh at it later. Yeah. And my friends will laugh at it too. So mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. No, might as well have a good time. <laughs> do you watch because you came from the athlete world the sports world do you watch football do you like football do you like talk to him <laughs> you're rolling your eyes right now <laughs> I don't it's funny because we were actually just talking about this last week I did not go to a Penn State football game until I started dating Jawan. um the only time I ever went is when I had to for that whole like oh you're a student athlete you got a 3.0 or higher you have to walk on the field and like wave <laughs> at halftime <laughs> Um, so I went to that, but I would leave, you know, um, I just, I never really liked football, which sounds so horrible. I just, 
you know? I was so into gymnastics. Like, nothing else mattered to me growing up. That was my life. I didn't go, I didn't watch TV. My practices were from 12 to 9, you know? I was homeschooled. So, like, I didn't have time to get involved in other things, you know? Um, but then when I got to college, I just didn't care, you know? Um, mm. But we started dating, started watching. Horrible. I'd be caught, like, looking the other direction when the team's over there, and I'd be like... <laughs> For the wrong time, like clapping my hands, like I was bad. But I would say over the years, I've gotten better. Finally, last year, I'm like, okay, I'm getting there. Like I got his position down. Like I, I, I get it. And then he changed the tight end this year. I'm like, well, don't accept, don't expect anything from me until a few years from now to understand me this. Because like, new position. I mean, I've been working five years on this old position. So I don't know. It's fun. I mean, I enjoy myself at football games. Like, I love it because he loves it, and I love it now because, like, it's our life. But Mm -hmm. did I love football before? I really didn't watch it, you know? But I love it now. (laughs) It's confusing. I will say there's new rules that they put in and take out every year. Or, like, I'm watching the playoffs right now. I'm like, when did they put that rule in? I didn't even know that rule. And Chad's like, eh, they they never use it, but it's it's there. how am I supposed to know all this new stuff? I'm like asking him the routes and stuff so I can like talk to him about it. Like you said, you're writing, you know, you're writing scouting reports and in, in air quotes. Nobody can see, but right. you're doing all this stuff, you know, for him behind the scenes. But they they do a lot behind the scenes. And it's oh how am I supposed to be expected to know this stuff if you're like studying all the time? Like I'm doing. I'm not things. studying. Don't expect me yeah. to know if I'm not studying, you know, so. <laughs> I do recognize him on the field. I used to like watch him and like there, there was a guy at Penn state who had like the same type of build as him, but he was on defense and I didn't know offense defense. So I'd be like, Oh, two, one. And then I'm like, Oh, wrong number. But <laughs> that's always the worst when you're looking at somebody who's not your guy and you're like, yes. Oh, I should definitely know who I'm sleeping next to every night. That's right. so embarrassing. <laughs> yep. It's so horrible. So horrible. But I feel you also, I don't know. Like if, if you have a man who changes numbers, but Jawan, like, he was 84 in college at one school. He was six at the other school, and now he's 83. So cut me some slack. If I see an 84 or a six, and I think something yeah. like, my bad, wrong guy, give me a second, 83 now. <laughs> yep, my guy changes numbers all the time, too. So I, I need to get used to a new number. I'm like, wait, what number are we again? Which right. Because like, I don't wear it on my shirt anymore. Let me go throw away all this stuff I have with your number now. Thanks. You know what I've done now is I've just had like neutral colors and I just put his last name on it. No number, no team affiliation. Like I am good. They're sitting right next to me. I made an absurd amount. So I'm good for like a year or two. So I don't even have to worry about it. Yeah, honestly, that's smart. Cause like you never know, you know? So you're with the Falcons right now? Mm-hmm. With the Falcons. the Falcons. Sign of Futures. It's really cool. I like that state. We've been to a couple of them and they have amazing food. It was a really cute area that we were in. It was a lot colder than I thought, like 30s. It was in the 30s of the daytime, which was Oof. surprising for the South for me. Yeah. Um, but it was great. Like I, we had a great time the three weeks we were there. So excited to go back next year. Yeah, yeah. so fun. How, how would you say that your overall experience has been in the league so far? So far, it's been so fun. I'm loving it so much. I we're so blessed. I feel like the whole experience we've had has always worked out in our favor, even in times when, you know, it's been super stressful and we've had ups and downs and everything. It's just, it's always worked out and we've always had the best people. I don't know if we're just lucky with a great team, but we have the best people around us. Um, Juwan has a great relationship with his coaches and all of his friends. So I don't know. We're lucky. I think it's, it's always way better for people when you have a great community around you. And we definitely have that. So 
we're having a great time and we love the city. You know, it's nothing crazy. I wouldn't be able to handle a cold place. So for me, this is, this is great. This is great. (laughs) Well, even you saying that, like what you're saying, it all comes back to a positive. You're like, everything has worked out in the end, but it wasn't great the whole time. It's never great for everybody the whole time, but you being able to step back and like, it all, it was supposed to happen. It got us to where oh, yeah. we are now. And it ultimately was a good thing. Like that's super, that's super big of you just to sit back and realize that and going into 2022, like it's going to end up like it did last year. Amazing. We're going to have a great time and enjoy every second of it. Oh yeah. You got to enjoy it. You got to enjoy it. You know how long you're going to be here. We're two years in. I feel like I started yesterday. That's what scares me. I'm like, how are we two years in? Like, it's not like you got your whole life in this place. Like we might as well enjoy it, you know? have a good time, make the most of it. So we're definitely trying to live life slow paced, even though our life is not bad, but we're trying to enjoy it and just take it slow and have a ride for sure. Well, it feels like it's going to last forever in certain times. So I totally Mm -hmm. understand. Like, it seems like it's going by really fast sometimes and then really slow, depending on if you're in a good or bad situation. So yeah, being able to sit back and really experience it even if it's good or bad and I take photos and videos of everything so I'm like we're gonna have True. our comeuppance and this is gonna be cool to have in the future so it's always good I'm to always have that. doing that I love that I'm always doing that mm, so do. what would be your one piece of advice for a rookie wife or girlfriend first coming into the league like I just said enjoy the ride um make the most of it be there for them I feel like it's harder for them than they like to show um but just have a good time, make friends, reach out to people, even though it might be hard. Um, I feel like we're all in it together at the same time. Like everyone gets it. I feel like the only people that are going to get it are the ones who are there with you. If you go and try and console, you know, or talk to like a family member about, you know, something you're going through, they're not going to get it. I feel like people don't get it because they don't want to. They think your life's just like sunshine and rainbows. And sometimes it's hard. And the only people that are going to get it are the girls who are on the same track with you so head them up talk to them sometimes I just need somebody to feel bad for me you know like right. just I, I need somebody who gets it <laughs> yeah not like oh your life can't be that hard he's in the NFL like thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like no it's cool. hard great talk thanks for listening thank okay, you <laughs> right I guess I'll call someone else talk to you later stay tuned to our TikTok we got a lot of fun stuff coming up big things in 2022 Looking forward to it. I have followed you. So I'm going to be commenting on your stuff now. Perfect. Thank you. We need it. All the comments we can get. Let us know where we can find you on those social media platforms. Username for TikTok is Jew and Chan. People always get confused on that. It's not Juan and Chan. Everyone thinks his name is Juan, which is so funny. Jew and Chan. (laughs) And then my Instagram is Shannon Johnson. All right. Well, thank you for coming on to the NFLs podcast with me. It's been great talking with you. Thank you. Had so much fun. Thank you for listening to episode 24 of the NF Ladies podcast with guest Shannon Johnson. My intro and outro music called Not Ready Yet is written, produced, and sung by my friend Kira Grove. Again, my name is Bryce Watts, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.